Hey, hey, sister girlfriends. I'm so happy you're here today. Welcome to this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast, where we are going to talk all about fitness, about how to know when it is time for you to start working out, when you're going to get results, how to choose that program, and how to best serve your body when it comes to fitness in perimenopause and postmenopause. This is it. Sister girlfriends, you know I love fitness, you know it's a part of my life, but we had to break up for a little while and then I got to come back and get the best results of my life. Are you ready to learn about fitness and perimenopause? Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. What's up, sisters? Gosh, this topic, I think, is one that I love to talk about. I get asked often from from you guys, from clients, some of the most popular questions I get on the podcast is, how do I know what workout to be doing? What is the best workout to get results in my perimenopause? And if you follow me on Instagram, you do see that I, I do love to work out. Working out is is something that has become quite a passionate hobby of mine, something I love to do for my body. Uh, But, you know, as part of my story, and what I want to give you guys today is a really clear understanding of how to pick a workout that is going to work for you and when it is okay to be working out and when it is not. Because what I discovered after 10 years of working out consistently, and by consistently, I mean five, six days a week, no matter what, without fail, through Christmas, through holidays, through whatever, I was working out. Uh, And, you know, it was one of the biggest aha things for me. And also one of the hardest things for me to let go of was recognizing that it was in fact my hard workout that was making me depleted in the afternoon, that was making me have really crazy PMS symptoms, that was causing my my sugar cravings, that was actually enhancing the excess weight around my belly, which seems completely absurd, I know, but bear with me here. We know that as we head into the perimenopause years, we naturally become more elevated in cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone in our body. Add that to the fact that during these 35 to 55 year of age window, it is often our lifestyle that is the most stressful, right? We're typically in a sandwich generation period here where we have kids and aging parents. We have 
blood, like we have careers that we're trying to grow and evolve for our future. We have so much pressure and stress. And then we've had this pandemic. There's been so much going on. So I don't think I need to debate or argue with anyone about the fact that this window of time for us is already the most stressful in our lives. And on top of that, as we head into the perimenopause years, we're naturally more elevated in cortisol. And the biggest issue to keep it super simple for you that you need to know about cortisol in your female body is that cortisol and progesterone fight for the same receptors in the body. And of course, when there's more cortisol than progesterone or when cortisol comes on the scene, now there cannot be enough progesterone happening. At, you know, that doesn't even touch on the fact that elevated cortisol in our body, you know, makes our liver have to do extra work, which causes depletion. It makes us store the excess other hormones that it can't metabolize because it's got to deal with the hormones or the, the cortisol, sorry. It makes us move into a slower metabolism and an elevated fat storage because we're in this fight or flight mode. So there's a lot of reasons that the cortisol creates problems. But when it comes to our like menstruation and our period, uh, one of the biggest issues that I think is, is, is important for us to understand is is that it throws off the, the delicate balance of progesterone and estrogen, right? The excess cortisol means there's not enough progesterone, not enough progesterone means there's too much, much estrogen, and hello, a whole bunch of PMS, hormonal menopausal symptoms, right? Some of our menopausal or premenopausal symptoms that we hear about are gonna be genetic and normal, but the bulk of them can be managed and most of us should be able to have, you know, yes, the odd hot flash, yes, the odd frustrating thing, but be able to manage it with proper lifestyle to make us feel better. And the thing about having a consistent workout, especially a hard workout all the time, is that working out by definition is pushing the body to change, right? Whether it's a HIIT workout, whether it's even just building muscle, we are stressing the body out to create change. And sometimes when your body is in a really balanced, happy, healthy place, that's good. It means your body's going to change, right? Which is what we're going for as long as we're fueling it properly and keeping it in this really healthy, happy, supported state. But if you try to ask an already stressed out body to change, it's like taking an already stressed car or taxed car that maybe hasn't had the oil changed properly, that maybe is low on gas, that maybe has been already ridden hard and asking it to perform again at a hard level, the car is gonna break down. And that's what happens in our bodies as well. So I want to underline a really important thing to recognize about fitness. For our daily health, right, for optimal health in our body, we need movement. And by movement, I mean we need walking, we need stretching, we need, yes, maybe the odd elevated heartbeat, we need to use our muscles, but we need to just move our bodies, especially because we're in a very sedentary day and age, right? Where we sit at our computers, we sit at our desks, we sit in our cars, we don't move the same way we may have, you know, decades ago when people were working farms and had more physical jobs all the time, right? We have much more sedentary lifestyle. So regular, I call it 30 minutes to move, regular movement where you're consciously saying, hey, I'm gonna go for a 30 minute walk, I'm gonna do some gentle yoga, like regular movement of the body is key for the releasing of stress, for the enhancing of dopamine, for you know cardiovascular strength, and just for general oxygen movement in and around the body. That is very different. That's a key pillar of health movement. 
that is very different from fitness, which is technically a hobby, right? Fitness, like asking your body to change, moving it to this muscular place, you know, doing a competition, running a race, these things, although, you know, wonderful, are, are hobbies. They're luxury items towards your body, right? They're luxury items towards your health. And if you're trying to do them when you are in a body that is imbalanced or stressed out, it's like trying to go from couch to half a marathon or even couch to 10K. It's not realistic and it causes more damage than good. So what does this all mean for you? I want you to very first, when it comes to your health and fitness, and here's a very real question that I I received from a couple of people lately, actually, which is, hey, you know, it's been a tough summer, you know, obviously all the summer things that, you know, the drinking, the fun, the this, the that, you know, I really, I want to start working out again to get back into a routine. But every time I start, I notice I'm tired. I notice I'm depleted. I notice I have these sugar cravings and I'm not sleeping as well at night or I have more hormonal issues. What gives? And the truth is that is a very clear indicator, right? This whole podcast is about teaching you to listen to the indications, the messages, the words from your body. That's a very key indicator that your body is telling you, hey, too much. I'm not there. And so if you try a new workout program, First of all, I I think it is critical, again, to understand that working out, like actual fitness, hard fitness, is is there for joy. We want to put it in the joy and pleasure pillar. If it is not making you excited to do it, if you're not looking forward to do it, you shouldn't do it because it's sucking you dry. We want to find fitness. Yes, we have to move. We got to make our body move every day. Again, think walking, swimming, dancing, yoga, gentle stuff, things that you, you know, whether you like it or not, you got to move for 30 minutes a day. But when it comes to ultimate fitness, it should bring you joy. If you are dreading it, not wanting to do it, don't do it. You are at a place in your life, sister, where you need to like amp up your pleasure because you have to combat this elevation of the stress in the body. And the only way to combat that is with positive energetic lifestyle choices that are going to bring you pleasure and with sleep, right? And we can't always control sleep. So we can control this factor of us, this pleasure factor. So if you are wanting to to start a workout program and this is what your body is saying to you, like all of a sudden you're tired, not just sore, right? When we lift weights, we're going to get a little sore here and there. I know I am. I've tried I've been starting week 4 of a new uh, lifting workout program. And I can feel myself sore. But here's the thing. You have to have your foundations in place. You have to be able to run a 5K before you can run a 10K, before you can run a half, before you can run a full. You have to have your foundations in place before you try to level up. It may have worked in our 20s when we were young and sprightly and, you know, had all this extra, you know, I don't know, elasticity in the body. Youth is forgiving. It didn't mean it was the right thing for our body. It wasn't. The right thing is always to take the stairs in the way that they're built. Trying to run and jump up 10 stairs at a time is only going to cause issues for you, right? Trying to just take a car and drive it hard around the track. It might work, but it's not good for the car, right? So, you know, when we, when we listen to these things in our body, we start to recognize, okay, That is a clear indicator. It is too much. 
What I want you to do, what you need to do for your body is first and foremost, lock in your other pillars. Am I just moving 30 minutes a day? Am I, do I, is my nutrition on? Is it 80% real food? Is it three meals a day and not eating all day? Am I, you know, is it 80% good for me stuff? Am I sleeping seven to nine hours a night? And am I having my me time? If you don't have those four things nailed, you have no business doing a hard workout program because it is only going to make things worse. You're expending energy on something that may or may not give you joy and it is sucking the life out of you, right? It's like a hole in your bucket. I say this to my clients all the time. We always are like, fill your cup up, fill your cup up. Sure, fill your cup up, but there's no point in putting all this effort into filling your cup up if there's a hole in the bottom. If your other pillars of health, sleep, movement, pleasure and joy, you know, or meaningful fulfillment and nutrition, if those are not on, then you're pouring into a bucket with a hole and it's just going to exhaust you further and amp up that cortisol, which is why you're gaining weight, which is why you're feeling worse. I can't tell you how it's so devastating to me. And I was one of these people too, to expend all this energy and gain weight. Like what a crock. How frustrating is that to do all of these things with the hope that you're gonna feel better and feel worse than you did before you did it, right? You might in your head say, oh good, I did something good, but it's not good and your body knows it's not good. Okay, that's a lot of information. So here's what I wanna try to boil this down to nice and simple for you. You want to have four solid checks in your box, right? You want to be sleeping seven to nine hours a night because if you're not and you work out, you're not going to be able to recover from that workout, meaning you're going backwards. You need to be able to know that you're eating, genuinely eating 80% real food, know where it came from the earth, know that it came, you know, from a solid source, know that it doesn't have a bunch of weird stuff in it. Because if you are trying to work out and your eating is not 80% healthy and keeping you full and satisfied, then you're not going to be able to recover. And again, your body's going to have to compensate somewhere. It's going to, you know, what is that saying? Rob Peter to pay Paul, or I don't know. I think you know what I mean. It's going to steal from somewhere else in your body, whether it's stripping your bones of nutrients, whether it's stripping your hair of nutrients, whether it's exhausting you, you know, whether it's forcing you to have these insane cravings, you're going to pay the price somewhere because you don't get something for nothing. And of course, having real quality time with yourself, whether it's whether it's meditation or whether it's journaling or whether it's just laughter with friends, real joyful time. Once you have those suckers locked in, once those have become your priority and become a part of your life, and don't forget, if you're not there, it is time, sister, for you to raise the standards of your body. What do you want for your life, for your health, for your family, for your success, for your career? All of that depends on the smooth operation of your body, right? If you want to see the world, if you want to do big things, if you want to just meet your grandchildren one day, all of that depends on the health of your body and your brain. And we have to have these four critical health pillars solid, like the foundation, before we can dive on in to anything more elevated. When you're there, if you're saying to me, hey, Bria, 
Now I'm here, I feel good, I'm solid, I'm ready to level up or have what I would probably like to call, and I'm gonna coin this term, a luxury body. A luxury body is one that you know maybe has abs or maybe is able to run a half marathon or a marathon or an Ironman, one that is able to compete in you know fitness competitions. If you want a luxury body, you can do that. It's a hobby, a pleasure hobby, right? It falls into this pillar of joy for yourself. We can absolutely do that. And the best part, it comes much more easily and without extra effort or minimal extra effort when you have your foundations in place. Think about it. Have you ever done a workout program, same one as you've seen someone else do or a friend of yours and they've had killer results? and you haven't, or it's just been so difficult for you to stick to it, that's because your foundations are not in place. Lock in these key foundations and you will be amazed at how quickly you can get results at any age. It's these foundations that we've gotten away from, right? It's not listening to what our body is actually telling us. Our brain is saying, oh, in order for me to lose weight, first of all, your brain is saying, oh, in order for me to be happy, I have to lose weight, which is baloney. But in order for you to be happy, you have to be healthy. And if you need some weight release and energy consistency in your life, in order to do that, your brain is telling you what we've been conditioned to hear from the wellness industry, which is move more, eat less, move more, eat less. I want you to stop think, listening to your brain and listen to your body. Your body knows what your body needs, right? Your body knows what your body needs. Just like our body can tell us when we tune into our intuition whether something feels good or doesn't feel good or is right or wrong, your body knows what your body needs. So I want you to tune into that body, quiet the noise, and believe me, it is a practice. I still have to practice this to remind myself like, you know what, I am just not feeling it today and that's okay. Let's lean on my foundations and I'll come back when I'm feeling it. Let's just go for a walk. Let's just make sure I'm getting that movement in because there's no point in trying to tax an already taxed body. It's like it's drinking from an empty well, right? Okay, so all that to say, if you are in category A, where you are stuck as a duck and you're like, I'm, I'm not only stuck, I'm, I'm un uncomfortable, I don't know what to do with my body. You're thinking about how you feel in your body like more than 25% of the day because we have to think about how we feel in our body, we've got to check in. But if it's consuming you, that means, or you're unable to have a consistent lifestyle, you're not ticking all those boxes, it means you need to focus on these foundations. And I have a couple of options for you to do that. You, you know, there are a few different paces depending on what you need, right? We all need different things. Sometimes we just need something quick and down and dirty. And for that, I want I have a 10 hormone hacks event that you can get something quick to create a little bit of space and relief in your life so that you can think a bit more clearly. Or maybe it's a busy time in your life, but you just need to understand what's happening in your body quick, 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 and some 10 hacks that you can implement to feel that relief. And then that opens space up for a next step. If what you are ready for is some self-paced direction on what's going on in your body, how to track it, how to deeply understand it, how to elevate, I have the Balance Your Sheet Blueprint course for you that you can dive on into and take it at your pace. And it will take you from completely imbalanced all the way to elevated. 
luxury body elevated if you follow the blueprint at your pace. Now, finally, I do still have the gut and hormone health protocol. If you just need some quick direction on how to fix that nutrition piece for you, the Balance Your She Blueprint is a whole course that is holistic, right? It, it, it impacts all of these pillars of your health, including how to track your hormone rhythm. Uh, but if you need a quick one, there's there's the gut and health, gut and hormone health protocol. And then, of course, I finally have my closest container, which is my three-call Perfect Perimenopause Coaching Kickstarter, which is where we actually get dive deep. It's, it's, a, it's a big combination of customized um, support and coaching and direction for you. So whatever you need, if you're stuck, don't be stuck. Remember, we, we allow, we make space for what we allow in our life. You do not have space to feel terrible in your body another day. What is the cost of that to you. It's huge. It's costing you things. It's costing your family things. It's costing your career things. So you don't want to spend another day feeling this way. Pick your path. Send me an email to BriaThePeriodWhisperer at gmail.com and tell me which path you need. I'll send you the link for more details. But do not spend another day, my sister, feeling stuck, feeling frustrated. It is your time to level up your standards for your own health And when it comes to fitness, don't forget movement and then luxury body. Create the foundation, learn to walk before you try to run. Okay, sisters, I hope this helps you. Please, I'm asking you if this was helpful for you, share this episode, be a sharer. Leave me a five-star review on on, uh, wherever you're listening to this so that this is what keeps my podcast going. This is what helps me share the best information I can for you. Thank you so much for showing up today and I can't wait to catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.